All right, so welcome to this uh, podcast episode. I'm really, really excited here today because uh, today I have a very special guest. His name is Rayson Chu, and Rayson has been really, really amazing. You guys should really check out his podcast. So what he does is in, he interviews people uh, you know, who are really, really good in the field of sales, who are really, really good in the uh, field of personal development, really, really good at investing. So some of the keynote uh, speakers he has inside his podcast are people like Grant Cardone, you know, Gary V, and you know, it's just amazing how he's gotten, you know, all these people onto his podcast. So, you know, being very, very naturally curious, I decided this is a guy that I must have on the podcast. Yeah, so Raisin, how are you doing today? How do you feel? Well, first and foremost, I would like to thank you for inviting me to this podcast and having this opportunity to actually speak about it. I'm really you know, excited to actually add value to, <laughs> to your podcast and your listeners, your audience that's watching right now. So um, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling, you know, I would say very excited to actually add as much value as I can to your audience and also at the same time, give them some golden nuggets that they can actually take away and go and implement after that. Right. So, Ray, maybe you could just give like a self-introduction of, of yourself. Like, what do you do? Uh, maybe share about your story that, that led you here where you are today. Sure. So, first and foremost, I am a psychiatric nurse in practice. But on the side hustle, okay, I am actually a transformation catalyst. So, what is transformation catalyst? So, this is actually something that I've always been telling people, and that is I pick the brains of the best entrepreneurs around the world, be it Grant Cardone, be it Gary Vee, be it uh, Paul Gatter, Steve Sims, and all these amazing legendary speakers from United States and all over the world. I use them, I use their content to inspire, to motivate and to allow these millennial entrepreneurs to take action in what they have to do. And of course, I don't just do podcasts. I also do speaking. I also do training as well right. in, in this realm of mindset, mental wellness, and even strategic networking. Right. So, I mean, Ray, could you just share, like, you know, what was your journey in this uh, space of self-development? I mean, no... I would believe no sane Singaporean or, you know, I mean, I would just to look at my friends, you know, I, I would tell them, hey, you should go for this uh, self-development event. They'd be like, huh? Self-development. Uh, you know, some people would be very skeptical. So yep. how did you really get started in this whole journey yourself? To be honest, it all started in the year 2014. But before that, I was actually reading all these personal development books. But I never took action. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really take action from there. Okay. Then when it, and then it all boils down to the year 2014 where it was a pretty disastrous first half of the year for me. So what happened was this. So in the year 2014, I was actually hired as a Japanese clinic nurse. Right. Right after I ORD'd. <laughs> you know, operation ready, right? So yeah. at that point of time, I was very naive. I was thinking to myself that, hey, I have this diploma in nursing. So I thought I could go anywhere I want, do whatever I want in terms of nursing. But hell no, it, it wasn't the, the real fact. 
I, I, I was uh, bitten down by the, the reality of, you know, this big ego and also at the same time, this yet still low self-esteem me at that point of time. So I actually went on to Japanese clinic to work for a couple of months. And then at that point of time, I had an ex-girlfriend. We had very toxic relationship in terms of we will always be quarreling almost every week over small little petty things that she would want to pick fight with. And of course, I, I wasn't man enough uh, for, for her at that point of time. I, wa I was still like a boy. I was mm -hmm. still very immature, very naive about relationship as well. And that kind of caused me my career. Right. So it, it, it made me to the extent where I thought, you know, it's like Murphy's Law acting on me. <laughs> so what happened was I couldn't concentrate at work. And then after that, I was being laid off within wow. a few months. And I, I couldn't believe it. Like, I was brand new in this workforce. I thought I could learn something in this work, workplace and gain something. And then maybe I might move on within a couple of years. Right. But eventually <laughs> I got, I got sacked within right. a few months all right. because of my poor performances, poor concentration. I couldn't really, I would say grasp hold of the theories or, or the, simple instructions that were being being taught so uh, i i was devastated and right. then after that it it got worse it somehow got worse what happened was after i have actually been i have been laid off mm -hmm. i had this epiphany to myself that hey i i need to start to improve on myself i need to change and but it wasn't so it wasn't so so distinct to me, what kind of changes should I make? But in, in that point, at that point of time, within about two weeks or so, my girlfriend and I, my ex-girlfriend and I, we broke up. Okay. So it's like, I lost my love. I lost my Junk. work. Yeah. I lost the income. I lost everything. So wow. I told myself, hey, you know what? I, I, I got to be better than who I was at that point of time, yeah. I told myself, I gave myself a timeline. I told myself that within the next three, five years, I'm going to be way more successful than who I was at that point of time. Right. And, and that's where my personal development journey started. I started to read books. I started to watch videos by Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, Ty Lopez, and all these amazing people. And I started to have affirmations every single day. Even to today, of course, I don't practice it always, but yeah. I still practice it and I still do meditation. I still do a lot of stuff that can help me to improve myself 1% a day. Wow. I mean, that's really like a really good story. So I'm just thinking out loud, right? For listeners who have been having setbacks after setbacks and it seems like, you know, they just keep coming and they feel like, you know, wow, life happens to me and not for me. So yeah. what is like one advice uh, for them to come out from that hole? Because, you know, usually when people get so many setbacks in life, and especially for you, you, you got so many in a year, right? What's one uh, thing that, you know, one advice they want to give them to, you know, stop this uh, negative loop in their life? How can they break through and have a better life from there? 
Well, I would like to let you guys know that first and foremost, everything starts from within. Right. Everything. Amen. <laughs> Amen to that. Right? Every legacy starts from within. Every positivity starts from within. Even every negativity starts from within. So if you want to really get out of that rut, you have to start to change your mindset, start to improve on your mindset, start to tweak it a little and tell yourself that, hey, every setback is a setup for you to become successful. Right. It's a setup. It's yeah. a setup by God, nature, whatever you believe in. Mm -hmm. It is a setup for you to become more successful. Every time, every day, I would say, every time, every day, at that point of time, after I have, you know, lost everything, right. I realized this very important fact. And this important fact is, life is going to be like a roller coaster ride. It will never be always ascending. Sometimes it will be stagnated, it will be stagnant, and then after that, it will plummet. And then it will stagnant again, it will go up, it will go stagnant again. So it's just like, if you find that today, for example, on a beautiful Sunday, you think that your life is very sucky because you didn't get paid when you're supposed to get paid. But then your family members were there to actually give you support. Ah, that is a plus point. Right. Okay, make it go higher. Or maybe you don't have any podcast interview, interviews for today. You don't have any guests to come on. So you feel like uh, stagnant. <laughs> then after that, uh, someone criticizes your podcast. Oh, it goes down. Oh, someone praises it. Okay, it goes up. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, life is like this. It's right. never a one-way street. It's never a one-way ticket for you to become successful or a pain in the ass to people. No. It, it will never be that. It will always be like a roller coaster ride, up and down, up and down. Yeah. Right. So I'm just curious, like, you know, back in that year in 2014, where, mm -hmm. you, you know, you had so much, uh, so many setbacks in just a single year. Um, was there like, and you talked about uh, having this uh, switch in mindset, right? Yeah. So was there like a voice? I mean, I just want the listeners you know, to really, I really want to dig, uh, dig deep down so that, yes they really have like a way to implement things in their life. So mm -hmm. was there like a voice where you keep telling yourself something and, you know, is there like a framework you use for yourself? For example, when I uh, detect, you know, I, I'm thinking negatively, like, is there something that you do? Is it like say, no, that's not true. Or do you do something to, you know, kind of like reinforce like a hab habitual um, positive uh, feedback for yourself? Well, yes, I, I did. What, so what I did was that whenever I had any negative thoughts, for right. example, right? I told myself that, hey, I'm not going to think about this. I let it pass like right. a cloud. And then after that, I go and distract myself with positive things. Like uh, when I start to think negatively, okay, listen to a podcast. Well, wow, that's great. <laughs> Read a book. You know, right. you, you, when you start to have negative reinforcements in, in yourself, like in terms of when you give yourself negative negativity and then you negatively reinforce it by not wanting to have that yeah it, it will work somehow but of course if you want to if you want to reinforce yourself positively towards a positive habit then you have to kickstart that habit by yourself right if it's not tomorrow then when right if it's not <laughs> today then when so you have yeah. to you have to make a, a a time 
where you tell yourself that, hey, I want to change it today. I do not want to go and keep thinking about the negativity. And you know what? If let's say I were to feel suicidal in 2014, for example, right. Right, I wouldn't be here speaking with you yeah. six years after that. Right? <laughs> I, I would have been a poor bloke. I would have been maybe a very negative sucker where no one wants to be with. Yeah. And I would even be a, 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 just an ordinary guy, ordinary Joe that no one would like to actually speak to. Right. Right. Yes. Um, I would be left with not much friends. Mm-hmm. Right. I would have even more haters. I'm not saying that I do not have it now, but <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it, it, it's the fact, right? When you yes. get more successful, you have haters, or you have people who just love your audacity, but they want to become like where you have been, or they want to interact with the people that you have interacted with, and when you can't give them that, and then they start to judge you and you right know, yeah. yes but besides the point i believe we have to have a system in our life in terms of fundamental habits like in terms of what time you want to wake up yeah what do you do after waking up do you read the news do you do you look at negativity or do you look at the positive side of stuff do you yep. go into social media immediately so it's up to you but of course Sometimes you have to be very disciplined. Sometimes you, you, can, you can be relaxed a bit or else you, you'll be like a, a commando, right? You'll be a very, <laughs> very, very serious person and no one would like to actually be with you. Yeah. yeah. So, Rayson, so, you know, some people, they have been living in negativity, negativity in their whole life that they mm-hmm. don't know that they're negative people. Mm-hmm. So what's like, uh, and I'm very interested when you talked about meditation. So maybe could you kind of explain, you know, why do you think uh, meditation is so important? And yep. you know, why there's so many gurus out there talking about meditation when it's just, you know, for a normal person who's not in this space, be like, what's there to learn, you know, by just sitting down and just, you know, breathing in and out? Like what's there, what's, what is something that medita- meditation can really benefit me? Okay, so meditation, what? I have learned is that meditation is really good in terms of it can help you to not just relax yourself, but also at the same time, it can increase your productivity. Right. All right. And you, it doesn't mean you have to go and take, you know, bulletproof coffee, <laughs> right? Just, just by that. But you can actually combine, right? Bulletproof coffee to get meditation, listening to podcasts and right. more, than, more than just that, right? But of course, meditation, it's really good because I've, I felt it in, in my whole entire journey of personal development and, and, and helping my, myself. So it, it does keep me calmer mm-hmm. and it doesn't allow me to react to things very fast. Right. So I'll be able to choose my response. So could you give an example, uh, like uh, maybe a specific example in which how meditation uh, really changed you? For example, like if someone, if, if I said to Ray Sun in 2014, like you suck versus I said to you today, you suck. Like how, what's your response and you know how does meditation help you change the way you respond from where you were in 2014 and how you are now? Okay. So if let's say people were to, like for example, when, when this, this is not, not uh, being shared that much. Right. Um, so basically, when I first started out as a psychiatric nurse, okay, 
I I I will still lose my cool easily, especially when patients scold me or say anything about my family and things like that. But as the years goes by, and with meditation, I'm able to not really react so much. Mm-hmm. Of course, there are certain point of time where we have to be strict. We have to be serious with the patients uh, because you know they 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 need to understand where's the barrier sometimes. Yep. But of course, for 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 that. 2014 me i was easily uh you know easily uh, a hot-headed a little bit kind of person so yep. when patient were to uh, raise his voice at me and i'll raise back <laughs> and it, it's pretty bad you know I, 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 I would say that it wasn't professional 100 yeah. percent. so but of course if let's say you know when it comes to now i am able to you know brush it off uh, you know uh, joke with them and uh take the, whatever that's they have said mm-hmm. as a joke as not so serious okay. rather than you know taking uh, it seriously taking it so seriously and then i i should become the patient rather than you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> rather than the, the, the professional that's helping them so yeah it, it is it is something that that it can it can and will benefit you and it has benefited me in a sense so uh it also depends on what kind of meditation you, you do. Mm-hmm. So there are different types of meditations around. There are those that are very Zen kind of a Buddhist meditation right. where you, you just uh, don't listen to anything. You just breathe in, breathe out and learn how to control your thoughts. And of course, there are those, there are those equipments that you can use. Uh, I can't remember what's the actual name. Muse, I have yeah, it. Muse, yeah, Muse, okay, which Gabriel actually uh, recommended it as well. So he, you just put it up and then after that, when you when you listen to that sound, you just make sure that you concentrate on that sound. And if you don't concentrate on it, then the thunderstorms there will thunderstorms or, or dissipate yeah. a little. And yeah, so it's very cool. So you can check out Muse. And there's this this um, app that I'm using. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's not Calm. Okay, Calm. Calm. You have to pay. <laughs> okay. This app is pretty good. Whereby you don't have to pay at all. It's called Insight Timer. Wow, that's yeah. great. So Insight Timer, which I recommended to my friends and to uh, my students as well, is that when you are actually trying to learn meditation, mm-hmm. right? You don't have to actually learn this this whole thing. It's all innate. It's yeah. just that subconsciously or consciously you forgot about it. You, you, we lost you, it. You lost it, uh, <laughs> it because of this busy world, right? So you can use this inside timer and then they have various timings for you, 5 to 20 to 30, 1 hour kind of or 90 minutes kind of uh, meditation. And then also at the same time, they also have different types whereby there's Buddhist, there's those are even Christian uh, meditation, there's even like... Um, prosperity, affirmations, kind of meditation. So you can actually choose which one you want and uh, stress relieving meditation as well. So Mm -hmm. there's a wide wide variety of it and it's like thousands and hundreds and thousands of people that are using this. So you guys can actually check it out. Right. So let me just uh, see if, you know, I I pick your brains, right? So let's say if today someone were to like insult you. So how you see is just basically a comment like that's in a cloud and you're just seeing that if, yeah. Let's say if you anger, you see it as like a cloud and it's just drifting by and you're observing your anger, you know, in like a thought. And yes. after a while, you just feel like, oh, actually, there's nothing to be angry about. Yes. Is that right? Or how do you think about it? Yes, I, I, 
that that's 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 about right. And of course, uh, there are definitely times where I will get mad about certain things. Yeah, perfectly right? normal. We're human. Normal, right? yeah. It's human. <laughs> it's it's okay for us to have anger, to have sadness, to have happiness, and all. But of course, it's how we actually portray it out. Some of us portray it out in a blog, right? Some right. of us portray it out in uh, verbal abuse, like <laughs> score, yeah, score vulgarities, profanities, and all. But it it all depends on how you actually translate it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you translate it out in a way that is very negative, like yep. you go and bash things, uh, bash people up, uh, take a gun and shoot them, oh okay, dear, yeah, and all this kind of stuff, right? Um, then that is very negative. But if you really know how to translate it out, like you go to a Muay Thai class, you went let it out, yeah. you went hit the punching bag, mm-hmm. you talk to someone, talk to your counselor, talk to people. Yeah, that, that, is, that is a form of way of how you can actually translate it out. Mm-hmm. That stress, that frustration. When, for me, when I'm frustrated, of course, I will speak it out to my friends, my family, and my loved ones and all, but ultimately, uh, it, it is how you actually accept that emotion. Right. Yeah, if you don't accept that emotion and you think that or you brush it away, and then the next moment, if anything were to happen again, like anyone were to scold you the same stuff or do something negative towards you similarly as the past, then you might take it not with a pinch of salt. You'll <laughs> take it with a pinch of pepper and you'll feel like spraying back to them, right? Right, so, right. Yeah, so it is very important for you to actually learn mm-hmm. how to navigate, how to, how to actually re- respond rather than react and how, what kind of emotions they are feeling and how are you going to tackle that emotion. That's very important. Right. Actually, when you say that, I just uh, recalled something that um, I listened from someone's podcast. Yep. So basically, this guy, he was actually driving and while he was parking his car, there was this woman who just opened the door and slammed. So her door slammed against his car. Okay. Right. So any normal driver, especially in Singapore, if that were to happen to you, I think they'll mm-hmm. be fuming mad. You'll probably be cursing and swearing at the person. Yep. So the person, uh, the podcaster was actually really, really mad. But what he told himself was that, you know, how can I care for this woman? You know, is something happening to her? Why does she look, uh, she looks like, you know, she's in a very distraught yes. situation, mm-hmm. right? So what he did was he went up to the lady and he said this, are you okay? Because you slammed my car and it seems like you don't know, you're not aware of it. Is something happening to you? So apparently what happened was that, um, you know, she was um, really, really very uh, confused because I think one of her family members were in the hospital. So, yeah, I think sometimes when certain things happen to us, we have, we have to just take it as it is. Right? Sometimes yeah. we like to tell stories. Oh my God, she's such a horrible human. She probably doesn't like me. But when sometimes the truth could be far from what your brain is telling you, yes. right? Because we like to tell ourselves, Lots of stories. And that's why story sells. <laughs> I mean, story sells and facts tell. And yep. that's why so many people like Shakespeare. They like the opera. Yes. So I think with uh, like what you say, with that self-awareness, you know, just mm-hmm. take things as it is, right? Um, just accept that something has happened and move on, right? Yep. You don't need to harbor, you know, uh, ill feelings. Yes. And it will just manifest into something 
really bigger in the future and that's where you really blow up. Correct. Like a volcano. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I so I, I really like that point. So Rayson, what was the best um, investment that you made in, in yourself in the self-development uh, self development space? I mean, when you first started. I mean, if you have to really just uh, recommend either a book or a seminar or something like that, what is one thing that you know you recommend to people who want to get started? Well, I believe if you want to get started, getting onto a course is pretty expensive. Right. Four digit, five digit, depends, right? So what I would recommend you guys to actually go to do about it is to get books. Read about these people, their mm -hmm. ideology, their values, be it a biography or even their own books where they write about their story together with things that they have learned. Yeah, that is very important. So I would recommend you guys to, to look for books that are personal development or even if you are interested in investment, go and learn. Go and learn from people. Learn from, learn from these gurus through their books first. And then after that, slowly go towards seminar, save up money, go for seminar and then go for personal coaching, right. training, things like that. So, yeah. So, is there a specific resource? Maybe, let's say, if it's a book, uh, mm -hmm. the name of the book that, you know, a person can just, uh, you feel that it's really one of the best starting uh, books that one person can read. Is there like a book in your mind? or? Yeah, definitely. I, I have one book that, that is really good. Okay? Right. That is really good. Okay. That book is called Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson. Oh, yeah. Okay. One of the classics, yeah. Yes, one of the classics. <laughs> I, I have, have it here. Yeah. yeah. Yes, right? So, what I did was I actually bought like uh, 50 of them because Peng Jun was having this uh, um, promotion where, you know, if you bought like 60 of Russell's book, it'll actually give you like a free uh, course to Peng Jun's seminar. Oh. Yeah, so, I have a lot of this. Okay. Yeah, so maybe you can share why you think this is like one of the best uh, books for someone to start with. Or do you want to oh, okay. yeah, refer so to basically, it? Basically, Expert Secrets, why it's that good is because it gives you the fundamental of not just following your passion, but also at the same time knowing what do you want and why do you want that thing. Right. Right. So this, this is really good where you can actually learn how to build your own message, how to, how to create your own message, build your own tribe, and then after that, conquer the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, conquer the world like literally right like, like, yeah. like, like Russell know, like Russell or, or even <laughs> myself conquering US in terms of podcasting and all but of course I would say that uh, right now I'm still growing I'm still learning yep. yeah it's not like it's not like um, oh, yeah. oh this is it. so it's not like the the results that you want to see immediately you want to look at it 10 years from now, five, ten years from now, you want to build a legacy, you have to go deeper and go longer. Right. Yeah, rather than go short term and then have a quick win and then after that, you feel so happy and then next moment, you forgot about your <laughs> legacy, your goal yeah. in the future. So, yeah. So, I'm just really curious, right? Like, you know, I mean, this might be a very cliche thing, a uh, cliche question. So, Let's say if you have a time machine, right? What would you advise your 18-year-old self? Like, what would you tell yourself? Well, I will tell myself to not think so much about girls. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's hard when you are going through puberty, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Uh, I, I mean, that, that, that is true. 
But I will still tell myself to not think so much about, you know, getting a girlfriend, getting into a relationship because it might be a good experience, but it will be a painful one, right? I would rather tell myself to go and think about my future. What do I want to do? Why do I want to do certain things? And like what Dean Graziosi said, ask yourself seven levels of why. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go, go and ask yourself, oh, I want to be a superstar, why? Oh, because I can be rich and famous. Why do you want to be rich and famous? Blah, 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 right? So I would tell, tell myself to actually go and understand who I am, what I really like, what I really love, rather than just letting the emotion go. Right. Day by day. Because I've seen people like Caleb Maddox, okay, who, oh, is, yeah. who is a talent. Who I, I, I found him in, on YouTube when I was down and out as well. Mm-hmm. So I saw him like, wow, this boy is like 10, 12, 13 years old and he is making waves. Making waves like Bieber. And just that yeah. it's a different way. Okay? <laughs> it's a different way, right? So I was telling myself that, hey, if I were to to you know be like how Caleb Maddox is right now, I would have been way more successful. But I believe this is like the journey that I have to go through. Yeah. Yeah. This is the journey that I have to go through because I've made poor choices in the past. Mm-hmm. So for those who are listening, make sure make sure that you are making the better choice. <laughs> not the right choice or the wrong choice but the better choice because right. once you know which is the better choice for you the chances of you becoming more successful in your niche in your life in your relationship or anything it will definitely be there right yeah yeah so from you going through like the whole self uh, development journey mm-hmm. to wanting to share with people i think that's kind of like a huge next uh next level step and yep. I'm just thinking like, you know, who in the world, I mean, you're a nurse, right? You're a nurse by profession. You know, you work long shifts. Like, what made you want to take that huge step? I mean, you know, it's not like you can just, you know, one day, oh, okay, I want to share this yep. with the world. Is there, some, is there a reason or something that happened that, you know, made you want to uh, go on to this journey to sharing about self-development to yep. the world? So, back to 2014. So, at that point of time, I was down and out and all, but I was still in this uh, network marketing company. Uh, I joined it because my friend told me, hey, you can get a lot of stuff, good stuff, in terms of monetization right. and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, wow, cool. <laughs> and and I, I was uh, blinded. You know? I was in one too. Yeah, correct. So, uh, but it's a different company. Okay? Yeah. So, so I thought, you know, that will be good at that point of time and then there was this company retreat for them so they actually had this uh, small little uh, movie gathering where we went to watch Avengers or something like this and just nice it happened to me that it has this advertisement about teaching or coaching or something like this and at that point of time I was still thinking about what should I do what do I want to do and while I was watching this advertisement it just gave me an epiphany it just it just it just <laughs> It just uh, clicked. And I was like, thinking, hey, this is something that I really want. Uh, this is something that I want to do, inspire the world. And since when I was in secondary school, I, I like to you know, you know, motivate my other 
classmates at a, at a point of time. But of course, I was still a bit low, low in self-esteem right. uh, here and there. Uh, I needed counselors as well to help me out. <laughs> oh, that's tough. Yeah, yeah, that was tough. So, so I, I, after I finished watching the whole movie, went back home, turned on Facebook. Guess what? I happened to see my ex-secondary schoolmate who used to be a bad boy, a tug in school, <laughs> giving motivational talks. Wow. And I was like curious. Hey, what the heck? I was thinking about this in the cinema. It's like laws of attraction bringing me to yeah. that ideal place. It's scary sometimes. Yeah, so I was like, oh, wow, is this deja vu or something? <laughs> <laughs> so, so next moment, I went on to connect with him on Facebook and I asked him, hey, uh, what are you doing? And, and etc. right? And then he explained to me about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's cool. Hey, I would like to be a part of it. And you know what? He actually introduced me to my my then mentor. Uh, wow. Uh, his name is David King Raj. So he has this company where they will go to secondary schools to give talks. Okay. So I was grateful to be able to join them and to learn and to explore the whole whole Realm. industry yeah. of personal development, training, speaking. And then that's where I fell in love with it. But of course, at that point of time, the money wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. And I I was struggling in terms of financial right. and finances. And I was thinking to myself, hey, I want to help my family. I want to take good care of my parents in the future. And also at the same time, I have a mom who is suffering from schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. So I thought of giving back to her. And right. I was, you know, in this uh, dilemma. So I talked talk to my dad. My dad told me, hey, don't do shifts. But in the end, I took the leap of faith. I joined it. And I was grateful that within six months, no, four months of uh, working there, I was being featured on Straits Times. Wow. I was being featured on, uh, on my hospital uh, conference. And then I was featured in different platforms year after year after year. So that's why I already mentioned in the, in the earlier part where, you know, better choices is way better than choosing the right or the wrong choice. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure the listeners are also really curious, right? So you describe yourself as someone who has low self-esteem yes. with no confidence. So how did you, uh, maybe let's not even talk about social media, but how did you have that courage of standing in front Mm-hmm. Right, training people in your early days without feeling that you're not enough yet. Like, what was that um, mindset that was going in your head to help you overcome this uh, self-limiting belief? Okay, so during that point of time, I was reading books, I was learning, and of course, I was also curious on this thing called pickup. Okay, so to be right. frank, <laughs> pickup was was one of the things that actually kickstarted my confidence level in terms of boosting my confidence level. Not because I went to the streets to talk to girls, no, but because of the theories that have been proven otherwise, that have been proven that you can actually be more confident in yourself. Mm -hmm. So I learned all this while reading other books like uh, John Maxwell's and all the other, Dale Carnegie and all. I realized that, hey, if I want to be somebody, you know, I have to be stronger than before. And the bunch of people that I was hanging out with in, in terms of the training and speaking, they, they were, quite a number of them were alpha males. <laughs> and, well, yeah, it's not yeah. surprising to see, uh, yeah, find alpha males. So, so I got to uh, make friends with them, hang out with them, uh, 
chat about chat with them and uh, two of two of them were ex dating coaches and <laughs> and and, uh, and even like pickup artists and who right. were in their prime they were earning much a lot of money so i was i was curious about this so i i asked them and they taught me certain things and how to boost confidence levels and hitting the gym and etc then i realized that hey it is it is something that it can help you mm-hmm. it's not just about getting girls and uh, you know getting girlfriends uh, or it's about being likable at the end of the day right yeah it's it, it applies to sales it applies to being the leader in your niche as well so that's why i realized that hey this is something that i can i can implement in other parts of my life mm-hmm. rather than just girls <laughs> <laughs> yeah right so so i was like telling myself hey this is something that i want to experience i want to become better mm-hmm. in so i went on to learn and went to excel somehow or rather mm-hmm. in the realm of being a confident person right so let's say back in um when was this year when you started speaking 20 2014 as well 2014 right so, so it was like um like may june so right so within like three two three months when i was, was down and out then i picked myself up i found this place mm-hmm. this this speaking training then it all boom <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So back in 2014, let's say, you know, when you first just started out mm-hmm. and I'm sure you have voices in your head that tells you like, oh, what if I'm not good at now? What what if I screw up? What if I say something wrong in front? So how did you what how did you counter these thoughts? Like what do you tell yourself? Yeah, so you have to psych psych yourself up. Like okay. You have to uh don't mind my my language. Yeah. You have to mind fuck yourself <laughs> to make sure that you don't fuck it up. Okay. You have to mind fuck yourself to so that you don't fuck everything up right. because i already told myself that i want to be successful in the next 5 years so whatever negativity comes in will go out so i will replace it with positive affirmations so even when i read about pick up and all this kind of stuff they all talk about affirmations so i practice this uh, you know when i was looking in the mirror i was like, tell myself i'm completely confident <laughs> i'm strong something like that yeah, right yeah. and then i kept psyching myself up and the beautiful thing about your mind is that it cannot tell whether is it real or fake <laughs> right it takes whatever it listens the most yes yeah. so when i say i'm strong means i'm strong so the the brain was like oh wow i am strong man yeah. okay let's go <laughs> let's go and try and of course i will watch ted talks i will watch ted talks learn how they speak i'll watch how they move how they how they you know go and present themselves Right. Yeah, I I I have not had any formal training in terms mm-hmm. of speaking. Mm-hmm. And I realized that when I was in secondary school, I could speak, just that I wasn't 100% confident enough. And yeah. I realized that there's this innate probably it's due to my genes because my dad could also be good at speaking just that he's not a professional. So I told myself, "Hey, I, if I want to be better than who I was, then I got to start improving on myself. Yep. I shouldn't I shouldn't keep letting fears or negativity affect me so the reason why so many people are affected by their negativity and fears is because they do not know how to control their brain the mind the right. mind is like a car is like a vehicle super powerful yes it is super powerful and you are the you are supposed to be the driver of the driving seat not god not universe not anything okay you are whatever i'm talking to you right now is based on what i want to say yep. it's not because of oh today 
in the Bible it says that this story or the or, or the <laughs> or, or this uh, Sanskrit say that oh I am supposed to say this to you no yep. I'm supposed to meet you up no it's not supposed to be 100% like this there might be some truth to it but no but what I am trying to say is that you are able to choose your thoughts your actions mm-hmm. so it's up to you so if you want to waste your life away it's all your choices it's not because of you know religion saying that oh the the higher mighty wrote uh, the book of Raisin Chu <laughs> that he will say this <laughs> he will do this no yeah. it's not so you have to really cite yourself with affirmations positivity and etc and then see whether does it help you or not if mm-hmm. it doesn't help you shift see what can change the strategy the the the, the techniques and see how it goes yeah right so that's for speaking physically right yes. so i believe a lot of millennials nowadays you know they are always on like social media mm-hmm. and social media is a place where they want to show their best and yeah, yeah. they want to show the best side. For example, like, you know, no one uh, takes a picture crying and saying, oh, you know, I, I feel sad. No one does that and posts it yeah, online. Correct. So there's a certain pressure to, you know, only write things that they think is the best. Yeah. And that gives them like um, a barrier to really post a good content. So yes. um, I'm not sure if you felt that way, like, you know, when you first started, you want to share like, for example, podcasts, like, you know, do you ever have um, you know, voices in here telling that, you know, what if my content is not the best? And what if, you know, I mean, there's already people who are already best in the world. Yeah, and, they are. And, you know, do you have this uh, voice that tells you, you know, oh, what if I'm not doing the best? And how, how do you overcome this for people who want to share content? Okay, so for those people who want to share content, just share. Just do it. <laughs> of course, you have to be prepared for criticisms and negativity but ultimately i haven't uh, haven't really you know gone through that during that part of time where i just ask and you know i just ask this uh, i would say this guy that i met his name is andrew chow mm-hmm. so i saw him in his book launch and i thought hey i want to actually create my own podcast ever since i've listened to the podcast a podcast on uh, 2014 mm-hmm. so i i was inspired by this guy uh, his name is Joel Brown. So his podcast is called Addicted to Success. I'm not sure. Have you heard of it? Heaven. So, yeah. Heaven, right? So I listen to it daily. Like it's like a morning ritual. Right. Every time I wake up, meditate, listen, meditate, listen. And then I realize that uh, this is something that I want to do. It's very cool. So yeah. I told myself, hey, <laughs> I, I will go and do about it. But I was in a planning phase, thinking phase, right? I've been thinking about it until 2017. Then I started to launch it. And mm-hmm. I didn't ask anyone for any approval. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask or anything. I just asked the person that, hey, I have this idea. I want to recommend your book and, your, and you as a person. And instead of getting a rejection, I got an immediate yes. Mm. And then I was like, wow, this is impressive. This yeah. is interesting. So after that, I went to another person. I asked, hey, I want to get you on my podcast. And next moment, yes. A yes, a yes, a yes, a yes, yes. And that gave me a lot of reassurances. Right. I'm doing the right thing. Right. Yeah. So even if you get rejected, for example, I have this person that actually spoke with me and he, he told me that he couldn't get a lot of podcast guests. 
he he only got three percent and the rest all rejected him. Right. And I was like, okay, cool. So if you are feeling like this right now, if you are going through this process of getting be it podcast or even getting a job or getting anything done yeah. and you got rejections, just do it anyway. And you <laughs> will you will somehow learn from the process. Right. Be it rejection. Okay, so what happens after the rejection? Do you cry? Yeah, maybe you cry a bit and then because you're <laughs> accepting that emotion yep. and then after that, you realize that, hey, maybe I asked that person in a wrong way. Maybe I said certain things in a wrong way. Maybe I rubbed the shoulders in a wrong way or maybe it wasn't the right time for that person to appear on my show or whatsoever. Right. Then what next? Move on. What next? Move on. What's next? Move on. Keep learning from that. That's a learning curve for us. And yep. keep moving forward until you really get to see that diamond, that goal in front of you. Yeah. And yeah. Then go, and, go and grab it. Or else it'll be like what I, what I went through where I saw gold in the table, but I didn't get it in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I realized that, hey, you want to actually go and do it. Don't let fear stop you. Yeah, I think it's like, uh, excuse me, it's kind of like what Gary V says, right? You want to really bump up the frequency and really just yes. don't be afraid that, you know, you'll be um, sucky or, you know, if the content is not good. Yeah. As long as you come from an uh, intention of, you know, giving value to people and I'm sure you attract people just like you, yeah, right? right? Ignore the naysayers. Um, I think Gary said this that really uh, blew my mind. So he said, mm-hmm. um, it's okay to have haters because if, I expect everyone to like my content, you know, then that, that is very unreasonable because yes. this guy just met me for five seconds. How can I expect him to like me? Yeah. Right? right. So if someone likes me, it's kind of like a bonus. But if he doesn't like me, it's kind of like a norm. Yeah. yeah. So he explained in a way like this and it was like, wow, actually that's really true. And not so many people are overvaluing social media comments as to, you know, how good their content is. Yeah. And right. Uh, he always tells people, you know, don't measure your content, the value of your content based on number of likes. Or the number of uh, people who visit the, visited the website or the post. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not so much about the numbers. If you are always into the number game, you're gone. <laughs> you you yeah. are supposed to be a billionaire. Next moment, you reach billion. Oh, I uh, got no other purpose. I do not know what to, I want to do. Yeah. The next moment, you, you start buying things, self-luxury, and then next moment, you, you lost everything. Yeah. Right? So, it's all about the purpose, that, that understanding of that purpose of what you want and why you want to create certain content. What, what is it that you want out of it? Uh, yeah. And out of it for your audience rather than just, you know, for yourself. Yeah, so it boils down to the deep, uh, the seven whys that uh, you talked about just now. Mm. So switching gears to time management, right? Yeah. I think the number one thing where I talk to most of my friends who have graduated is that, you know, they tell me, John, but I don't have time to do a side hustle, you know, um, I'm working so long hours. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious, right? Because if someone like you can do it, you know, there's no reason why other people can't, right? Because, yeah. I mean, you're working on a shift work. Some days, correct me if I'm wrong, sometimes you have work night shift, sometimes you have two-day shift. Yeah. So you can kind of screw up your body clock. So mm-hmm. how do you manage your time? Well, time is credited to you every single day. It's, it's credited in your time bank, right? 
86,000 or something yeah. uh, seconds <laughs> to you. So every second counts. So you have to make sure that every second counts for you and for your family. So how are you going to do it? You're going to know what time you're going you're gonna to start your work. And then after that, you need to know. So how many hours do you need to rest? How many, right. how many hours do you feel like relaxing, gnawing? Right? <laughs> and then, then after that, you go and ask yourself, okay, so this is what I want to, what, what I want to achieve for today, right? Like, for example, today I want to be in the junk podcast, right? Yeah. right? And then after that, I want to, I need to, before that, I need to uh, publish my own podcast episode on Facebook, on Spotify, iTunes. And then also before that, I also have to do certain things. Um, then after meeting you, I will go to the gym or whatever. So I have to plan my day and then I have to, have to, have to make sure that I, what do I do after gym and how do I want to relax? It's all up to you to decide. No, no daddy, mommy, granny, nanny will tell you, hey, 1 to 2 p.m. you must do this. 2 to 3 p.m. you must do this. That's only when you're in kindergarten or primary school, right? Yeah. Or maybe even secondary school. But after that, right, you will, your life will, will start to be more independent. Unless if you have tiger moms and tiger dads, then that's different, right? Yeah. But of course, uh, if you are in that position, then of course you have to make sure that you are able to reason out with yourself that, yes. okay, daddy, mommy said this, but then I don't want to be rebellious 100%, mm -hmm. but I still want to have my own freedom and time to do certain things. So right. maybe you can, you can finish your item faster. Mm -hmm. And then you have that extra time to rest a bit and then do another thing. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So you need to play with your time. Time is for you to play with, not for the time to play you out. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, just one last question before sure. we're going to end soon. Definitely. So, what is one, uh, let's say if a listener listens to this podcast, they feel mm -hmm. like, okay, yes, I know I've never been really on this uh, self-development route. I really want to, you know, uh, get into it right now. Yeah. So, what is the number one actionable habit that you think they can adopt like straight away? Like maybe straight, straight up, maybe tonight or tomorrow morning straight up. So oh. what's that number one actionable ha habit that you want to advise for, uh, to give for the viewers? That, uh, for personal development, I, I will definitely say the same thing as what I mentioned earlier and that is to pick up a book. If you're not a bookworm, no worries. Audiobooks. Audiobooks. <laughs> if you don't like audio, never mind video. If you don't like three of them, I'm not sure what to, what to recommend you. But of course, <laughs> probably I would say that I will recommend you a, a cause, an experience since you don't like to listen, <laughs> you don't like to speak, uh, to, to actually read, watch certain yeah. things, read, you know, you can go and experience yourself. And I would highly recommend you to go and check out like Udemy and all these uh, online courses and check, check things out. Or maybe even if you are really brand new and you want to really know a lot about yourself and a lot about you know what you can do mm -hmm. go and check out Russell Brunson uh, or yeah. Tony Robbins or even Brian Tracy and all these right. amazing people and go and, go and read through their biography or go and watch their whole show like even like Louis House has his own show called Chasing Greatness yeah. so go and check that uh, biography movie out yeah. and you get to understand where I'm coming from. Or if you are an audiophile, go and listen to a podcast. Right? Yeah. The Regacy Show, Jung, the Jung Podcast, or even Addicted to Success, or any podcast out there. And then after that, 
get to learn from their experiences and understand that, oh, this is something that is supposedly to be done that way and not just how I thought it's supposed to be. So that will give you more mindset shift mm -hmm. and also at the same time, more golden nuggets, knowledge and wisdom for you. Okay, so Ray, let's say if someone is really interested in you, how can they find you on social media or on your podcast? Okay, you can find me on Tinder. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so <laughs> you can find me on uh, Instagram called R-A-Y-G-A-C-Y Regacy. Okay, yep. or you can find me on Facebook. It's Rayson Chu. Just let me know that you have listened to the podcast and then uh, when, when you added me as a friend because I have like 700 plus uh, friend requests. I have haven't get to uh, <laughs> approve yet and yeah. I have uh, already reached 4,998 friends on the limit. Yeah. yeah. So, so you just let me know and then I'll definitely add you up and you can check out my podcast, The Regacy Show on Spotify, iTunes and all the major podcast platform out there. Yeah. I'm just curious, why do you call yourself Regacy? I mean, <laughs> just a okay. fun question. Sure. So, so uh, the reason why I call it Regacy is because I actually had this Instagram profile with my ex-girlfriend at that point of time. So I thought of changing the whole name. I thought of changing the whole content, everything. So I decided that I want to have a new name, a brand name that represents me. So what do I want? And, and I was just sitting on the bus and I was thinking to myself, what, what is the name? And somehow or rather, legacy came into my mind. So I want to have a legacy. So I told myself, hey, if I take out L-E and I put in R-A-Y. Yeah. How does this sound? And then I was like telling myself, Regacy, <laughs> Regacy. Hey, it sounds very... It rhymes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, sounds, it sounds very, very cliche yet very nice. So yeah. I thought, hey, why not just stick to that? And till today, like people like Gary V, Grant Cardone and all these other people, they know about this brand name. They're like, well, this, it's this cool. And they, they love that, that name. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I will still stick to it. And yeah, yeah it, it is, yeah. Yeah, so um, we've come to the end of the podcast. Um, if you really like what Ray has shared, um, what I'll do is we'll be posting links to his uh, social media accounts, to his podcast in this uh, podcast description. And also if you have enjoyed this podcast and you want more to come, um, you know, just hit me on Instagram. Tell me what kind of content you want. I can kind of produce um, the kind of content that you guys want to see. And follow me on Instagram. Let's say at, uh, if you want to find out, my Instagram is Jang the Investor. And please, please, the biggest thing that you can do for me is to share this podcast with your friends. All right, so thank you for watching and we'll see you in the next episode.